Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Greetings and welcome to Church Solutions, the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we are here as we are once a week to do a podcast. This is episode number four. And uh, this podcast that we do on a weekly basis is all about helping churches uh, mainly use technology, although we don't limit ourselves to giving advice uh, just in the technical realm, right? That's for sure. We're, we're experienced in all aspects of church. That's right. We'll tell you anything because we are old. And we well, we're not that old, but we've been around for a while. I mean, and that's okay. It's it's a good legacy to feel like you're, you know, you've got something to some experience. We've done it all. That's right. So, so Steve, what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about streaming. Streaming okay. video. Right. And and uh this is a a conversation that uh, has kind of sparked because we uh we ran across an article a few months ago, and my mouse is not cooperating here. <laughs> oh, there it is. And the uh, the article was about uh, from a from a young man who uh, who is in the the ministry of kind of helping churches use technology, kind of like we are, and and helping them get the you know improve what they do. Uh, they, then he doesn't really talk much about streaming video, but he talks a lot about your presentations and, and those kind of things. And, and the article, uh, which I, I won't mention his name, but he's really a good guy. I want to emphasize that he's a, he's a young man, fresh out of Bible college. Uh, and I have a lot of respect for him. He's got a lot of good stuff, but his article was entitled stop. Don't record your church services. And uh, the whole idea behind it was because it's too expensive and you can't do it because what did he say the minimum price was? It was said uh, 10 to $20,000 to stream your services. So he said that, it, that if you're going to want to stream your services live over the Internet, it's going to cost you a minimum of ten thousand dollars, ten to $20,000. Okay. So the other key point was it's, it's only for the big churches. Okay, yeah, that was another thing. Is is that if you don't have a big church, and and I think part part of what he was getting at was, uh, if your church, the average church in America, I'm trying to look and find some some stats here that he said here because oh, he, yeah, he's, he's very good. Definitely right on. Ninety five percent of churches in the United States and Canada consist of 350 people or less, and the average American congregation consists of 75 people, which right. we've known that for years. Right. Fifty uh, percent of all American churches consist of seventy-five people or less, and then there are only only thirty-five churches consisting of ten thousand people or more in the United States of America. Which I I did not know that, but no, I didn't know that either. But it doesn't surprise me. I'm ten thousand is a really big number. So that is a big uh, number. Yeah. You, you know, those are the the name brands you can start to right. rattle off the yeah. Saddlebacks and uh, yeah. Joel Olstein's church. Yeah, I think. Olstein's. Yeah, probably up there yeah. too. And uh, and uh, what's the guy's Hybels name? And, yeah, yeah, there's there's. Uh, oh gosh, what's the guy? Uh, but anyhow, uh, so he so his his emphasis is filming church services is a big church thing. Now, why does he say that? I wonder. Well, I think he's probably 
primarily concerned, and he mentions that in some of the articles, or in the article, he's uh, concerned about quality, and he's um, so he's you know basically setting out the premise that you need ten to twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment. You can spend easily a hundred thousand, which is which is true mm -hmm. that you can spend that amount, but um, we think you can uh, effectively stream and do a really good job and create a great presentation on your you know for the community for much less than that so um so his thinking is okay so unless you're a big church you, you're just not going to be able to do this all right so so let's first of all talk about uh where he gets his numbers and stuff and and i don't he doesn't really tell us i don't think where he gets his numbers as far as cost does he i, I don't remember no, seeing that in the kind of mentioned the, the ballpark levels yeah uh and and there is like, like you just mentioned there i mean you could spend it's like anything you could spend hundred thousand yeah. dollars if you wanted to okay but first of all i think that even if you're a smaller church you know under 200 people under even under 100 people you should consider streaming but not because uh uh well let's talk about why you should consider streaming right. not, not just because of the price so so wh why should you consider doing your services live and, and having archives so i think the primary driver is it provides an avenue for people to check out your church and we were i was telling you that i ran into actually a pastor coming to my home church that was a friend of a friend and he's got he's definitely has a church of 75 or less it's a small church up in the northwest and he mentioned to me that um you know they've got things are really tight and the budget is really tough he goes but we're not going to cut our streaming and I said, well, why is that? And he goes, well, it, it, it brings people into the church. And so it's one of their, their most effective avenues for people to discover, try out the church before showing up in person. So if you're a small church and you want to grow, and most churches I know want to grow, most want to grow. Uh, there's lots of churches that act like they don't want to grow because they do all sorts of crazy things. And, and I'm not just talking about crazy things from my perspective, but just they don't do things with quality, I guess, is what I'm getting at. But if you really want to reach people and grow, uh, to me, that would be one idea is streaming your services and having those services right. available because it creates windows, so to speak, into your church. Right. He had a, a really effective story as well but when i talked to him most recently he was, he basically would just said it's roi he said i'm able to bring people into the church and they eventually become part of the church and they begin to tithe and so the amount of money that he was spending on for streaming was coming back um into the ministry from just a purely purely financial standpoint one aspect and the other is you know he's the He's reaching people, which is the mission of the church. Right. So, so I would say that if you're a small church, that might be even more. That might even be a, a better reason to consider streaming if you want to grow. I mean, you, in other words, you know, maybe if you're if you're already a large church, you know, I mean, maybe streaming. You don't necessarily have to stream to grow because you've got so many people out there that are inviting their friends, and you know, maybe you've done things. But if you're smaller, maybe you do want to consider streaming video because that will help you but 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 steve it's going to cost ten to twenty thousand dollars yes no you could afford that no we don't agree with that completely <laughs> I and mean, we do have churches that um their quality levels vary and you can you can you can see some differences but there's some churches that uh are operating on very small budgets and 
have a great looking product and have a, put a great face forward for the community without yeah. spending a lot of money. All right, so so let's get down the brass tacks here. All right, so what 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 is? Uh, by the way, I'm looking for our our our, our deal on resources here uh, that you put on our website. And I can't find it. Uh, what it takes our, to stream is yeah, it on it's here? On our, it's on the FAQ page. Oh, okay. Maybe we ought to change we it. Added it to the All right, so. Um, Oh, that's right. You told me that. So, so let's talk about what what is it actually going to cost to start streaming. So let let's talk a little bit about that because we're telling you that it's not going to cost you ten thousand uh, dollars. Where we, where I personally got involved with this, we our church, small church, meeting in a high school, didn't have our own facility, and we actually started recording the services using actually um, a camera that just a home camcorder. And we'd set it up on a tripod in the back and start recording the services, and then we would um, post them online afterwards. This was back in the day with uh, Google Video. Google had unlimited videos. You could post, so we'd post our uh, our videos that before they acquired YouTube. Um, so, and that was so that was a borrowed uh, camera from one of the members. We weren't streaming live, and primarily weren't streaming live. Primarily because we didn't have an internet connection where we were. We were meeting in the school right. and had no internet. But so there was basically no cost when we got involved, and it was, um, you know, it wasn't something that would rival, you know, NBC or um, you know a level of quality there. But it was a way for people to experience the church, and it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just a, a single vantage point. And when as we moved into our own facility. We got the internet connection. We we actually started streaming with actually that same camera, and um, just added the internet, you know, connection to the piece. All right. So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. So you you can start really small. Okay, but doesn't it look crappy? No, it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> I mean, there's um, like as I mentioned, it's not gonna it's not gonna rival the the network broadcast, and it's not gonna rival where actually my church is today with. You know, adding actually primarily just some software, some video switcher software that really improved the, the look and feel of everything. Well, well, let's let's talk about how you can actually get more bang for your buck. So you've got this this used camcorder, you've stuck it on a tripod, and and I mean, there's ways you can improve uh, the look. So one of those ways would be where you put the camera. Right. And one of the things that you're constrained with with a, a not not a great camera is you the better the lighting and the closer you get to your subject, then the, the better the picture is going to be. Okay, so two things that we ought to consider here. So when we're telling people you can stream, do streaming video for under $10,000, you can grab somebody's cam quarter, put it on a tripod, don't have it too far away from your subject, and also make sure your lighting is good. Right. So those are two very doable things, right. usually. Unless you're in a space where you can't manipulate your lighting, if you're in a rented space maybe or something. But even that you can do some things with. Uh, I can remember years ago, we were meeting in a movie theater, and we actually brought in those big shop lights Uh uh, that that had a big – they were like on a tripod stand, and you could put them up, and you could literally turn these lights on. And so even though we couldn't mess with the lighting in the movie theater, which wasn't really bad lighting – we were able to add to the lighting by, by bringing in a couple 
don't know what you call them. I call them shop lights. In fact, okay. we, you and I were using, I think one I had when I used to work on my Jeep, uh, we brought one in when we, when you and I used to do some streaming video at coffee shops. Right. And made, it made a big improvement. It made a big it? difference. You yeah. can really, yeah. Yeah. Um, turning that light on, the, the quality of the image goes way up, even with an inexpensive camera. Okay. So, so let's, let's get the calculator out so far. So, all right. So you got somebody's camcorder that, you know, Let's say you let's say you just decided you wanted to go out and buy one. So you, let's say you spent what five hundred bucks on a camcorder. Right. I mean, you could do that. I mean, we I was mentioning to you earlier we're, we're uh, streaming a friend's wedding, and he's went out and bought a actually a brand new camera. It's I think three hundred fifty bucks for a Canon. Okay. Um, what's it called? Xvidia, um, which is a uh, you know decent quality. I mean, it's it's not going to rival a two thousand dollar camera but it, it'll if the lighting's good right and and this is going to be actually an outdoor wedding so sure um, there's i i it would be tough to tell the difference all right so you get a camcorder and then let's say you really want to work on your lighting so let's say you get a couple shop lights you know i don't know what are those 50 bucks maybe yeah those, those uh, wanna... are they halogen i don't know what they are but they're pretty hot they get really hot I mean, am I right on that? Fifty bucks, sixty bucks? Yeah, you may want to. If you're going to be seeing these lights, you may want to uh, do something with that. If you want to, you know, take your shop lights and well, just stick them in the front of the service without, you know, putting something around them to make right. Them look a little okay. nicer, but. So you got some lighting there. You got a tripod, which is twenty-five bucks or whatever for a tripod for one camera. So you got so so there you can make and and I'm sure somebody listening to this right now is saying. You know, well, come on, guys. I spent a hundred thousand dollars. What are you talking about? Well, and you know, you certainly can spend more money, but I, I'm getting, you know, I, one of the things I recommend people is try it for a while and see how things go. So you can borrow something and set up a couple things and see what it looks like, and you can always make some adjustments. So then you got to get an internet connection to stream. Mm -hmm. So now that could get a little expensive because if you're in a church situation. Uh, and, and we would recommend using cable. I mean, you've got DSL, and that's okay, but I've had better success with, with, with a cable connection right. on the Internet. You know, back then it used to be Jones. Now what is it? Comcast. There's Cox cable. Uh, now, that can get a little expensive. That can be about $100 a month for a business. Um, yeah, or deal. even – yeah, I think it may be even more than that for a, for a business connection. But if you're operating in a church, you're going to – you're gonna have. You'll use it for connection. other sources. Yes, yes. Yeah. Besides that, yeah, so you're gonna have internet connection. All right. So you've got it. So you've got so so the calculator's running here. So you've got you know what do you got seven eight hundred bucks now, uh, tied into everything maybe. Uh yeah. Uh and then you've got you've got to so your camera has to plug in to some kind of an adapter before it goes into your computer. Right. And we didn't count the computer here, but if you've got a laptop, you could do it. We don't recommend streaming with a laptop, but if you've got a laptop, you could use a laptop to stream with. But you could, uh, you could, if you had a desktop model, we'd encourage you to use that instead. And we'll get into that in a moment. So you've got, you've got to have usually some kind of an adapter for your camera to plug into before it goes into your computer. Right. So there's a, a gamut of, of, uh, options for the adapter there's some uh i don't know if you call them that they're cheapo vhs there's a U usb are you talking yeah, about the usb, the USB ones? based ones which are typically problematic 
Right. Um, the Dazzles and uh, what's the other? Gigabyte, Gigaware, I think, is another one. Radio Shack. Radio Shack. Yeah, Radio for around 50 bucks. But there's other ones, and they're, they're VHS. They call them VHS to yeah, they're, digital converters. They're primarily sold to people that want to hook a VCR up to convert their video to their computer. So um, uh, we actually don't recommend those, but we right. do recommend there's a, a Grass Valley product that is $180. It's going to get you a much a higher quality, more reliable um, Be more setup. stable. It's a Grass Valley ADVC. 55. 55 yes and so it's your camera's got to have to have composite coming out or s video coming out so in other words it's got to have to be analog and then it goes into this little box called the grass valley advc 55 and then out of that comes it goes out the other end firewire right and so you'll have to have a firewire port right either on your laptop or uh, desktop yeah. right and if you don't have one on your desktop you can always just get a firewire card right for and about 25 bucks. Yeah, 25, 35 bucks from yeah, just run up to Best Buy and you'll All right. you'll be set. So if you so if you go with the uh, the Grass Valley ADVC 55 FireWire converter, that's about 180 bucks. Right. Is what they usually cost. You can get them for 160, 170, 180. Uh, Amazon, you could find one on Amazon. There is something BP Photo or something's got them. Right. I don't know, but they're out there everywhere. Yeah, we and recently. So, Purchased one from Amazon. We actually bought a, I guess it was a used or a, a refurbished, so it was really? a little bit cheaper. Yeah. So. so, all right. So, so again, you're you're still under a thousand dollars. We're not counting the computer though. So, you know, if you've got a computer, you're good to go. So, I mean, do you have to have a high-powered computer to make this work? No. Um, as long as you're not trying to do too much on the computer, you're going to be fine with a two to three-year-old computer. Okay. Um, so it's. It's, it doesn't require any super high-powered machine to encode. Yeah, just something that's what I call a healthy computer, something yeah. that's not bogged down with viruses or all those kind of things. All right, so, so, but you still need to have some kind of what's called a live encoder that takes that signal and basically makes it work, sends it up through the computer, through the Internet, up to our servers. So you've got to have some kind of a live encoder. Yes. So What's your options we need there? a camera, an adapter, a computer, and then on the computer we need the encoder. So the, you know, the first option would be to use the Adobe Flash Media Live Encoder, okay. which is a free download from Adobe. Okay. And uh, one of the constraints with that is it's only going to take one input, and it's uh, it will struggle with an HD input. So... Um, so high definition streaming is probably not the direction you want to go if you're going to use a flash if, media live encoder. Right, and if you're going with this route. Now there's um, much nicer, a little more expensive encoders that you can purchase that are going to get you into the realm where you can have multiple cameras and some other things going on. But just okay. as an entry level um, position, the flash media live encoder, um, it's free. It works really well. The... Uh, the streaming technology that, that uh, is primarily used was developed by Adobe. So this encoder is you know, an Adobe product, and so they, they get along really well. So um, so you've got the Flash Media Live encoder. So, so again, we're still – that's free, so that's not going to cost you anything. Um, so, so the price really comes down to then next would be 
you know, using a company or, or streaming somehow using some kind of a vehicle, the company, YouTube, Google, Hangouts, uh, a company like we have, streamingchurch.tv. And, and for instance, if you wanted to stream even YouTube, you can stream now live with YouTube. Uh, I think you're limited on some things with YouTube. If, if I, I haven't really done my research with that, but you can do live streaming with YouTube. But there is some limitations, I right. believe. And I'm not sure you may have some pop-up ads, maybe. I um, can't I remember that. Yeah. There's other companies, too, that, that you can do live streaming with, but they will give you pop-up ads. Right. Uh, but you can do or that for free. Or, yeah, or during their show yeah. ads. Uh, and we're actually, should we, should we let people know we're in the process of developing something that uh, uh, you might be able to give them a, a better oh. price down the road a ways oh, with our company. Yeah, there's um, yeah, actually working, working with someone else that would uh, set up a pre-roll commercial that would uh, yeah. and then that would be, 60 seconds and that would be and it would be church-friendly, user-friendly. But that's down the road a ways. We'll tell you about that if, as that develops. So now with our company, it costs money. I mean, right. it's it's 99 bucks a month right? plus bandwidth. Right. So if you were to go with us, uh, you're, you're looking at $99 a month and then uh, how does the bandwidth work? Because people always go, well, okay, so I'm paying 99 a month, but I'm also going to have to pay extra for bandwidth. So the way our model works is we basically set it up so that you only pay for what you use. So, um, so you pay per gigabyte, and that's always really confusing to people. And we use a, a rule of thumb that will help you convert uh, gigabytes to viewer hours. Now there's lots of variables here because um, how much bandwidth you use will depend on primarily on the number of people that view your service and how long they view your service. That's the biggest um, variable in, in the, the uh, equation. But also how you set your encoder up will also affect how much bandwidth you use if you encode at a really high bitrate or a high resolution. Okay. Um, you're going to incur more more bandwidth. So the I mean the rule of thumb for us is we it equates to viewer hours. So we just do dollar or actually pennies per viewer hour. So it's between sixteen and twenty cents per viewer hour. So if somebody were to watch a service for one hour, generally speaking if, if they encode it the way we recommend maybe twenty cents in bandwidth. Yeah, with, yeah twenty with, cents. With the yeah, probably, probably on the higher end. Twenty yeah. cents roughly or so. So, so twenty cents for one person. So, if you had ten people watching, it's going to cost two dollars. Right. In bandwidth, if you had a hundred people, which is a pretty good number to have if you're a smaller church, that's pretty large, and we're talking maybe twenty dollars. Right. But if those people, and they don't necessarily, I mean, they may watch for twenty minutes or watch for a half hour, but they're not going to be billed. You're, you're not, you're not billing the church for two hours worth if they're only on there for an hour. Right. It's so, just a function, yeah. You, and that's one of the things that uh, as people get involved with this, it was it's a little bit like when people first got their website up. They thought, oh, I've got a website. Now I'm going to get hundreds and thousands of hits. And, uh, oh, I'm streaming now. I'm going to get, you know, 10,000 people that are going to find me and drop in on my service. It's just it's not that way. It doesn't happen. It I'm doesn't. sorry to disappoint you out there if you're one of the people thinking that. Yes, it's uh, not going to happen. If I, if I stream my stuff on the <laughs> on my services on the web, then I'm going to have 
you know, people from all you will get people from all over the world that will find you, but it will not be tens of thousands of people. And it's typically um, going to be a reflection of the size of your church and kind of the your your footprint in the in the world on how many right. people find it, the service and attend the service. Unless you're T T, what is it, uh, T D Jakes or whatever, uh, you're probably not going to get ten thousand people watching you. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So, but if Pastor Jakes is interested in using our company, I'm sure we could work out <laughs> something with him. So, uh, yeah, so so really, I mean, and let's just be practical here. I mean, the church you're with and the church I used to be with, uh, there's, what, 350, 400 people attend the actual location on the yeah, weekend, roughly. On a weekend, yeah. And, and, and how many people are watching a live service on Sunday morning? So... I mean, over the weekend, they we have three services, so right. they'll they add those numbers up. It's a little over a hundred, I believe. So it has peaked around two hundred at times, but uh, it's I think it's between a hundred and right around one hundred and fifty or so. That people actually watch the live that, service. That uh, the live service is going to be less than that because that's going to include both the on demand as well as the live. But but the thing about so, yeah, probably less. Mm, I'm just adding, running some numbers, around 90 or so. And and, and and you've been doing it for how many years? Over four years, five yes. years. Yeah. Because when I came back here from Kansas, we just started. That was almost right. six years ago. So uh, so so let me just, I'm, I'm saying this, we're about out of time here, but I, I want to try to people people get a context when it comes to numbers here. So, uh, and, and your church has done a really good job of getting the word out there. That's one of the things I need to emphasize is that, you can build your audience, and we've talked about this, and we'll talk about it probably in a podcast in the future. There's way you you can use social media, you can use your website, you can use your newsletter, you can use your bulletin to build your audience. And and, and your church has done a great job at that for years. So the fact that you may have 100 people watching a live service uh, and your church is only 350 people uh, that show up, that's a high percent. That's really unusual but that's it's attributed to the work that that the people have done there to get the word out. Right. And, and most key, churches aren't going to get that high of a number. Right. A key part of that is how you stream live too. So the um the, at our church they really make the live uh, audience a part of the service. And so that communicates not only to the live audience but it communicates to the right. people there that oh we're streaming live and they get reinforced throughout the message right. that oh we're streaming live and yeah. so they go home and say, "Hey, Joe, we go. We found this new cool church, and hey, they stream live. You can go check them out this weekend." Yeah, yeah, it's very, very interactive. So, all right, so, so getting, we got a couple minutes left here, and that's about it. So, price-wise, to do all this, I mean, you could actually start streaming for probably under a thousand bucks. Yeah, you can get right? going for under a thousand bucks. Under a thousand bucks. Yeah. And, and even cheaper if you really wanted to. And, and create a, a uh, you know, something you'd be proud of. So I mean, it may not be what you'll be yeah. you know, four years down the road or if your church is much bigger. We do have, I mean, we've got churches of all budgets uh, sure. that are doing this. And, and we do have, you know, had some churches that are, that have spent the six figure on uh, sure. audio video and that sort of thing. Yeah, and they're using it for other purposes too. It's not just streaming. Right. They, they've they've upgraded their systems for other reasons. But 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 and you could even do other things. You could upgrade and still 
you could probably upgrade and for under three or four thousand dollars and still get a pretty nice setup with a couple cameras. And yeah. Those kind. Of, yeah. We actually have some stuff we recommend. Yeah, you're so. really gonna. I mean, the biggest jumps I think is getting an encoder that will do lower thirds will really kind of up your game and create a little right. professional image, and then adding cameras. Yeah, Wirecast is what we recommend uh, for that. So we're about out of time here, but uh, I think probably the biggest obstacle, in my opinion, for small churches in streaming isn't necessarily money. In my opinion, it's just manpower. It's just volunteer help. So if you want to stream and you're a small church, you can do it for probably under $1,000. But you probably need to recruit a couple people that are committed to doing it right. so that they can run the camera and they can kind of keep an eye on the computer and keep an eye on things. And, and to me, that's a bigger obstacle, believe it or not, you know, than just the money. And, and really, even that's not a big obstacle if you present it right and you really get people passionate about it. You could grab two or three people and, and have them commit to helping out. Right. And but that's that's what I have found is it's not so much the money we think it's the money a lot of times but it's not it's just we got to get people committed to being involved in doing it. it's like any other ministry right. right so we just shot our poor guy he we just shot his his theory out of out of the water he said you can't stream for less than ten to twenty thousand yeah, dollars you you can do that you certainly can and you can make it look good all right so uh, Steve we're about out of time here uh, you know if you got questions about this folks or, or anything else uh, support at streamingchurch.tv. Obviously, we do streaming video. We do mobile apps. We do websites. And we do other things, too. So uh, if we can help you in any way, our, our main goal for doing this podcast and even everything we do is to help churches. I mean, we're, we're really, we, we have a heart for churches. And we want to you know help you any way we can. And we've got lots of connections out there, too. So it's not just a technical thing. There are some other things we can help you with as far as uh, consulting and those kind of things. So, Absolutely. So, yeah, so if you need some help, you have a question, support at streamingchurch.tv. Well, I'm Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Folks, you have yourself a great day. Thanks for listening to Church Solutions Podcast, and we will catch you next time. Have yourself a great day.